Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Again, we're honored to cross your airways and your radios and to come to you guys and share from the Book of Psalms. And uh, Stephanie and I have been going through and we've been looking at the Book of Psalms and these things called Songs in the Night. And we remember that these Psalms are so important that most of the time, I've been reading a lot about Psalms lately, but most of the time we we got to remember that these Psalms were sang with people on their knees. They were chronicled and sang. And uh, I think, Stephanie, that, you know, just these things reinforce things. And Stephanie has some psalm songs once in a while. Do you have a psalm song anywhere in here? I will praise thee with all my heart. There. I I don't, don't, not for this one. I love this song, but I don't have a scripture song for well, it. Maybe we'll write one just as we go. Maybe you can make up one. In the day when I cried. Oh, oh all right. So anyway, don't, don't, don't listen to my... <laughs> I will praise thee with my whole heart. Yeah. Oh, you're freaking me out. I'm freaking me out, man. That's what's even worse. I'm at a freak out stage. So tell the peeps uh, what they should be doing in life or what you're doing in life or what's going on. Well, well, what I'm doing in life is um, on top of everything else, we are coming into apple season. So something forward. Yeah, Lord willing, on Saturday, um, we're going to go pick apples for a little while after our symphony of prayer meeting at church and try to get some apples in the house. And then um, I'm going to teach Stephanie how to make apple butter. So Glory that's God. our schedule, yeah. Lord willing, for this upcoming week. So I'm excited about that. And, you know, folks, Stephanie's growing up so much, young Stephanie. And, uh, boy, I think it's not going to be much longer, man. And uh, she's going to totally leave kidness behind her and head right into adulthood. And it's yeah. it's going to freak out mom even more. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, here we are. We're in Psalm 138. But before we get there, we have our segment. You might be a knucklehead if. And Stephanie's given us that segment today. You might be a knucklehead if. Well, Doug, you might be a knucklehead if you're standing right next to your mother in the kitchen and you're singing your cadences loudly. In her, well, pretty close to her ear. Yeah. And you won't stop. And your excuse is, but mom, I work out to these. They're in my head. You might just have to belt them. You know, it's uh, it's appropriate sometimes to give them a quick stomach shot. I'm not talking beating them or doing anything illegal. I'm talking about. About 13-year-olds that just seem, it makes them happy. I don't understand it. Well, you still slap them in the gut. My mom would have. I would have. <gasps> Why'd you do that, mom? Stop singing in my ear before you break my eardrum. Anyway, I'm just giving you an offer, but you might be a knucklehead, Joe, if you're doing that. So listen to this podcast, Joe. I think you are a knucklehead. All right. And so the only thing worse than being a knucklehead is being a bonehead. He might be working up to being a bonehead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And She'll probably agree with you on that one. So then we leave the knuckle-headed story, and Stephanie's going to recommend a book for us today. So uh, books that are right with God. So what recommendation do you have? 
Well, Doug, I'm going to recommend um, a book that actually you gave me um, after I found out I had liver tumors called Off Script. Oh, yeah. Um, that book, the Lord really used it to encourage me, to challenge me um, when I was going through the, the liver tumor journey. And um, I really encourage you, if you have not read that, if you're in the midst of a trial, I think God could really use that book to encourage you and just to help you refocus. No, I agree. It was a book that was a real big help to me. I read it. And as soon as I read it, I said, uh, so someone gave it to me the year before I met Stephanie. A uh, brother named Stephen Ashmore. He's pastoring up by Cincinnati these days. But Stephen had given me that book, and I'll tell you, it was just a great blessing to me. So then a year later or something, when I hooked up with uh, Stephanie and the kids and knowing what she was going through, we, we had enjoyed the book, Debbie and I, and so we passed it on, and, and it was great. We just mm-hmm. really loved that. We might get to a point where we go through the book named Heaven and all the Bible verses. We may do that after Proverbs or something. I've been really thinking about that, Stephanie. It may be fun to read about our destination and where mm-hmm. we're going and to share the verses and the stories and, and to really help get through that. So, But we're on Psalm uh, 138, and this psalm uh, wraps up this week. It's happy Friday to you guys, but it says, I will praise thee with my whole heart. So we're coming back. I think it's eight psalms in a row, if I remember my psalm history from reading it the other night. I think there's eight psalms in a row that are psalms to David, again, that we can easily attribute to David, the psalmist, and this is one of them. And it says, I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods, I will sing praise unto thee. You know, ahead of the gods of this world, I'm singing to you, God. You're the real God. I will worship toward the holy temple and will praise thy name for thy love and kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. In the day when I cried, thou answerest me and strengthened me with strength in my soul. And we remember we did that song, and that's where I got it when I wake up. Anyway, we wrote a song, a camp song. We'll put, huh? He sets me free. The best, yeah. That's a great, yeah. great song. Yeah. All the kings of earth shall praise thee, O Lord, when they hear the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing in the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. Thou the Lord, though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly, and the proud he knoweth afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the words of thine own hands. Wow. This mm-hmm. is one of those verses that's just all in. You know what I'm saying? This is a, mm-hmm. that last verse. He will perfect that which concerneth me. So, Stephanie, we're going through Psalm 138, a song of David, a psalm. Uh, you can almost see the the great folk on their knees singing this out to God. I will praise thee with my whole heart before the gods. There were gods everywhere. You read history, and I I have a set of Baptist history books not too far from me, and Christian history books. And as you read Christian history and as you go through these things, uh, there was always people who thought they were gods. You know, religion is man's attempt to provide salvation. There's always gods you need to follow. There's always a pope or a potentate or something somewhere in the world. And in the midst of that, you know, 
I think the psalmist is saying right in front of them, I'm going to sing about you. I don't care what they think they are. You're God. And I mean, what are you thinking about Psalm 138? What came to your mind? Well, I actually just journaled some of the psalm last night. Um, I was writing out a few of the verses that really stood out to me. But um, again, I see that praise, David's heart of praise. And um, I love what he says in verse two. He says, I will praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. And that's an incredible thing to see the emphasis. This is inspired. So the emphasis that God is putting here on his word, the power of it, the glory of it, um, the importance of it. Whoa, yeah. uh, That that really stood out to me. Verse 3 was one of the verses that I actually um, wrote out last night and was thinking about in the day when I cried, thou answerest me and strengthenest me with strength in my soul. And this verse made me, I was thinking last night, just back through life. And so many times that I've cried out to the Lord Mm. and maybe at the time I felt like the windows of heaven were closed. Like my prayers were bouncing off the ceiling, but looking back, I can see how the Lord strengthened, how he answered. And that verse just made me last night take comfort in knowing that last night when I was crying out to the Lord for burdens that were on my heart, he was hearing and that he was going to answer that he he's, he's seeing all, he's knowing all. And the burdens that are heavy on my heart for people I don't even know right now, but the burden for them is so great. God is hearing. Yeah, And I trust that he's answering. And that just really encouraged me last night. It's encouraging. And that's why we study God's word. You know, we go through things in life and they stink and they, they set us backwards and sideways and we go to bad places with them. But, but then all of a sudden we read God's word and we always talk about, in my mind, the words that came to me and things that came to me out of Psalm 138. As I looked at it uh, last night, I wrote down the words answered prayers. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, Psalm 138 is about answered prayers. You know, uh, I think right up in the beginning, what Stephanie's saying is, you know, answered prayers. Uh, I mean, to me, it glorifies God's name when prayers are answered and when we talk about them. And, and so right there in one through three, right where Stephanie was hanging out in the middle of that, with that great verse, I will worship. And I, I wrote that as the key verse here as well. And uh, I will praise thee, it says, I will worship toward the holy temple. And uh, in the day when I cried, thou answerest me. So, you know, there's God answering prayers right in the beginning. Here's uh, It glorifies his name. It's good, I think, Stephanie, that we share answered prayers. I think it's a good thing, you know, as the psalmist David is talking here, I think it's a really good thing to share that, to say, you know, even in our life saying, let me tell you what God's done and how he answered prayers in my life. And, you know, you talk about, and Stephanie's a great uh, scripture chronicler. She does a good job chronicling. She writes down most of the verses, I think, but that's a good thing. And, and she'll talk about how she uses them in her life when we get to Proverbs. But I'm thinking, Stephanie, I'm thinking that we should chronicle answered prayers as well on a daily basis. I think we need to go back and, uh, how does that song go? One by one, uh, count your blessings. Name them. Oh, yeah. 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 By one. Yeah. And and don't you think we should chronicle answered prayers and 
how we can glorify God through it and how those things can go on. I mean, I think it's a pretty significant thing. And, and then we get to verse 4 and 5, and I wanted to look at that. It gives witness to the lost, I think, answered prayer does. And look what it says. It says, All the kings on earth shall praise thee, O Lord, when they hear the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing in the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of God. So great mm-hmm. is the glory of God. And so I, I think that, you know, answered prayers gives a witness. And let me tell you how great my God is. And let me tell you how he answered my prayers. And I think we should have that attitude. And, you know, answered prayers minister to my heart. And sometimes we forget about the prayers that God did answer. You know, it seems like there's something tragic, crazy, or upside down going on in our lives all the time. It seems mm-hmm. that way to me. And uh, there's always something like that going on. And, but in the midst of all this, uh, I think we can minister not only to others and not only to the unsaved, but I think chronicling answered prayers, looking at answered prayers, understanding how God answered them, that ministers to my heart. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's one of those things that we should do. And then finally... Answered prayer, uh, it, it accomplishes God's purpose in our lives as we go to the end of that psalm, starting in 6. Though the Lord be high, yet he had respect unto the lowly, but the proud he knoweth afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou will revive me. And, and uh, you know, he's saying God's purpose in our life is to what? Revive us, to steady yeah. us, to save us, to... Uh, to make sure that we stay on the right path, to make sure that we lead a life that brings honor and glory to him, to make sure we bring others to him. I, I don't know, Stephanie, you know, one of the hardest things, and I wrote this note down to talk to you about, and I'm always asking these questions and hitting you with these heavy things because I'm kind of a knucklehead that way, but uh, <laughs> when, you, when you're talking about, you know, God accomplishing things and showing purpose in our life, I mean, uh, I think... I think you probably stood in front of just since I've known you. And I mean, I I drag you around with Debbie and I uh, quite often, but I think you've been in front of several thousand people in that time, more than that, maybe 10,000 people, thousands of people. It's safe to say that you've been in front of thousands of people and you've been testifying about what God has accomplished in your life and, and, and done those things and did those things. And doesn't that make a difference? Yes. And sometimes it's terrifying because it's, you know, my, the, my, I tend to not be um, the most confident person in the world. And so it's like, that's a heavy responsibility. And yet when sometimes verbally sharing what God has done in your life is a faith builder, because there's something about opening your mouth and speaking it that causes you to realize that God is God, that he is still God in your life, that he's still working. And, um, it's a very, it's a very humbling, challenging thing. And that's, I think that's honestly for me, um, you know, I've told you so many times, I go back to just being, um, somebody that nobody knows about in a village in Cameroon. And you're very quick to tell me because that's not what God had for me. But, um, that is where I'd prefer to be in my flesh in the sense of that life seemed so steady. That life seemed very, um, you know, in a sense, predictable. I would know what my schedule was. I would know. And and yet that's not what God had for me. 
And I think that brings us back around constantly to it brings me back around to a place of God, I can't do this without you. This life is very uncertain. This life is crazy. And um, I think that's why when I was reading through the Psalm last night, um, verse seven was verse seven and eight were the other two verses, um, six, seven and eight, but verse seven says, though I walk in the midst of trouble, Thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. And knowing that wherever God has you, even if it's walking in the midst of trouble, he's not. You heard music in the background. I'm sorry. I keyed up one of our songs. It just started playing. So you're fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But knowing whatever valley you're walking through, whatever trouble you're walking through, David, under inspiration, says, Thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. And then verse 8, The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. And that comforted me so much last night, realizing that even in the days that seem very lonely, that seem long, that seem like a mess, that I'm not walking in it alone. I'm not walking through it alone. And to know that God has respect for those that are lowly, that he has respect for those that are brokenhearted. And there's a special care that he gives to those that cry out to him and say, God, I'm done. I need your help. He hears those cries. And that really encouraged me last night because you can stand in front of a lot of people and be hurting inside, you know, that, that's you can put on a, a smiling face and be brokenhearted inside and yet to know that the Lord is with me in the midst of that trouble, to know that he will always be there with his right hand to save me, to hold me up, to hide me under the shadow of his wings. And that brings so much comfort and peace and then confidence to keep serving him. Amen. Amen. And I, I think this is a good time. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have Stephanie mute her phone. Then I want to come back and talk about this song. This is the first song on the new album. It's, it's the only one that I've done the copyright on so far that was mixed in the first place that we didn't do a change to. So I want to play the song, He Sets Me Free. And when I'm done that, Stephanie will unmute. And I want to talk about this song for a minute or so, and then we'll be done. But I think Stephanie just nailed Psalm 138 and uh, what it's answered prayer. It's about that and being confident and trusting in God and seeing what God's doing. I think she just nailed that. But anyway, let me go ahead and play this song, He Sets Me Free, and uh, then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about this song and what's going on and, and wrap this Friday up. Here you go.
His glory shining in my eyes. He's the God of eternity. He sets me free. When my world starts to He's the God of eternity who will set you free. So, Stephanie, I wrote this song, uh, mm. and I, I, I you know, I, so what usually happens is I write it, and the, the system it usually takes, except for the song Stephanie wrote, I, I'll generally write a song and tell Stephanie, hey, this is a worship song. We're trying to do this for camp. And so this is kind of what happened with He Sets Me Free. So I contacted her, and I said, Stephanie, I wrote this worship song to help get our hearts right at camp and do things like that. And so you got the song and surprisingly I did okay on this song. There was only a few words of changes and you changed the melody. Thank God. Cause I was singing it different. And, but when we look at, he sets me free, we've been looking at these last few and, and, and just Stephanie nailed the music. You, you will find nobody better at coming up with a musical score. I mean, I just love the musical score to this song, but uh, you know, that song kind of Stephanie takes us from, I guess, you know, my thought was from getting saved or maybe even before that and we pray to him and then taking us all the way through to we're in heaven. Now, what were you thinking when you read this song? You tried to come up with the music. So we're answering a question that someone wrote me, which is how does Stephanie and you come up with songs? So in this case, I did all right. And we'll introduce a song a day with our next podcast. We'll have them all copyrighted and we'll talk about how they came about. This is one of them I did all right with the writing, but I had the melody wrong and a few words wrong. So, Stephanie, how do you fix the words and come up with the melody? I mean, what happens next? That is such a good question. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Um, I don't have a plan of attack with with the songs. Um, it's honestly 
most of the time there has been a, there's been a few I struggled with, um, but by the end I loved them. Um, but it's more of a process. I don't, I don't ever want to write songs or write music for songs because there's a pressure to meet a deadline or, um, or for any purpose. I want the songs to be used to glorify the Lord and help people. That's my only, um, I guess my only outlook, my only purpose for doing it. And so like with, he sets me free to me, this is a song of worship. Um, it's a song of praise and a song like kind of like we just went through a psalm of reflection and then looking at the present, looking to the future. And um, I just go to the Lord and I say, Lord, what, what do you want the tune for this song to be? What do you want? What, what melody is best going to fit the lyrics to bring out the words to bring out the spirit and the, the heart behind the song so that people will see you through this song. Because if people aren't seeing Jesus through the songs, then they really have no purpose. And so um, that's kind of where I go. And then I just sit down at the piano and um, just start messing around. I mean, it, it's kind of fun. Um, and then the Lord, the Lord's good. It, sometimes it takes a few days. Sometimes it's 10 minutes. It just depends on the song. This yeah. was a fast one, though. Yeah. So somebody wrote an article about our songs and oh post, posted it on Facebook, and they called us uh, the songwriting duo of uh, the <laughs> 2020s. Uh, isn't that that's kind of scary? I don't know if we deserve something like that, but they they were talking about us being good at what we do. So I thank God for that. But I just, and, and so the question was asked, the fellow who sent me the article that this guy wrote, he actually wrote about our last CD and he talked about us being prolific songwriters. And, uh, this is a, this is a Christian radio station guy who's playing our music. And then the other day I'm driving down the road and I was listening to a Christian radio station and, uh, coming back into town and fear not my child came on. It was kind of weird. It's kind of it's kind of fun when you hear somebody play one of our songs. So I thought that was kind of special. But now you know the deal. So I I wrote the song I gave to Stephanie as a worship song and just what my heart was thinking about as I go through things. And I remember crying that night and crying for my mom being gone and my stepdad and and different things people were going through. So I'm kind of a wimp that I cry once in a while. Sometimes I cry for Stephanie. I can tell she's having a particularly bad day or I cry, you know, things Debbie and I are going through. And, and so that made up one of the verses, then the verse of real good feeling verse of getting to heaven of all those things. So some of those verses, I mean, they just rolled very, very quickly. So it was definitely south of an hour that all the words were written. And, uh, and I bet you that Stephanie wrote the music in just an hour or so, cause it was very quickly came back to me, you know? So I think she was <laughs> south of an hour too. I think it's just something God gave us. So there's your answers. Yeah. Uh, we just write them. Sometimes I get weird with Stephanie and I say, hey, can you use these scales and I'll send her a song to listen to or something. And she has once and it came out really good with one of those songs. And uh, but uh, I never know what I'm doing piano wise. I just like to hire pitch on one thing. Most of the time, Stephanie's completely making things great. And uh, there's never there was only one thing she did a march for way back when that we both didn't agree with, and she turned around and made it into one of our best songs. And so, <laughs> so every 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 one of our songs, Stephanie fixes, writes the music, uh, writes a lot of the lyrics. That song uh, I wrote a song called Charles Song, and Stephanie said, "No, that's not Charles Song." 
Uh, that's a song from Martyrs. So it was all about Martyrs. But if you listen to it, it's all about Charles, too. But Stephanie kind of, <laughs> she took out the red ink and totally tore that song to pieces and got it to where I, it needed to be to I, bring honor to a martyr because, honestly, I can't write the same way about a martyr that the wife of a martyr can write. And hmm. that's just it. She made it good. And, uh, and, and so you'll hear all those. We'll talk about them. But listen, we love you folks. We went a little longer than usual, but that's just us. Sorry about that, but listen, if we can do anything to help you, we want to find us out at Helpful Wounded Spirits, and this is our last day at camp. Pray for our travel. we got a church we're going to. By the time you listen to this, we're probably driving to a church in Hebron, Indiana, so pray for us about that. We can't wait to see you, folks. We love you. Uh, you're an honor. Listen to every word. Brother Eric from our production team has got to tell you about salvation. It's so important that you get saved. We'd love to talk mm -hmm. to you about that. Have a great day, and may God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.